With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Along with Chris, I'm Ryan, and we are back with a double post-game edition for you today. Um, we actually went to the game on Saturday, so it was really late when we got back. It was like, what, 11.30? Probably yeah, 11.45. And we did one, and the audio screwed up, and then we yeah. were done. Yeah, and it was like, we were just like, screw it. It was like so, 12.30 by then. So it'll be, deja, it'll be deja vu for us, but not for everybody listening. So Yeah. And uh, Chris is busy eating his broccoli and rice. Uh, what, what else is in it? Cheddar? Cheddar cheese? No. Nope. What, what else is in broccoli, it? Broccoli, rice, sweet chili sauce. Boom. And, he, and he's very proud of himself because he's a college student and he actually cooked. No, I didn't cook. I I guess I boiled water. <laughs> Although you desecrated it with a vanilla Coke instead of Dr. Mm. Pepper. What are you? Are, are, also, are you from I've the had north such or something? A, I've had such a college day today. Like what do, you, what do you mean by that? Go. Like I went I went to work this morning, right? Uh-huh. And I got back cuz I cuz okay, so I, I was at home all this weekend, right? My apartment was trashed. <laughs> so I had a bunch of stuff to do. I do laundry, dishes and everything. So I got back here and I just like laid on my bed and I was like, "Whoa, this bed's soft." And then 3 hours later I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Since so now I have to do everything in this podcast and homework and yeah so it's a miracle I made food so Christian is putting <laughs> off his homework just for y'all so yep you're welcome you're welcome because everybody wants to listen to us and our crybaby opinions right our our, our butt headed crybaby opinions right man you're still butthurt about that comment aren't you <laughs> <laughs> it was just out of nowhere. Well, for, okay, so for those of you that don't know, I put this up on Twitter like a couple days ago. There's some lady on one of the Facebook groups that, long story short, called us butt-headed, brainless crybabies because of a. it was the game against uh, – the second game against Tampa Bay. It's and fairly she's like, accurate. <laughs> and she's like, these kids have no knowledge of any hockey or anything. And she said that she thought that this uh, – joining a group called the Dallas Stars Hellraisers <laughs> would be a – a group where it would be like very distinguished talking yeah. about hockey. And Ryan can't get over it. Yep, I can't. I'm mad. I'm just kidding. Okay, I w- all right, perfect segue. I will tell you what I am mad about. I am mad about the game yesterday, slightly. And not mad at the Stars, because th- this is a game I honestly thought that we played well. But again, we're making the goaltenders look fantastic. Except this time, I feel like it was legit, though. Like, we almost yeah. had 40 shots. They were high-quality shots. 
and then that save at the end of the game oh my after that happened i was like okay we've lost it's over arena is not allowing another one that was one of the best saves i've seen in a shootout in my entire life that was awesome well and it just sucks because he the three games previous and, and razor mentioned this on the broadcast he said that he had let in four goals five goals and six goals in that order yeah and so he, naturally you would think he would let in seven for the next game right no <laughs> Mm-mm. as a personal story for him that's awesome he, he he decided enough's enough and he stole the hockey game like that's what happened he stole two points that that's well, a that's point. the entire game so he stole a point okay well, so he was the reason that they were winning at all in the first place even after the first period we're down to nothing i'm like we should be winning <laughs> and, and, was just outstanding and uh all the reviews i listened to uh that i watch you know on youtube and then i also went back and listened to recordings of the uh, tv broadcast and also the radio broadcast we played a great first period except for that minute yeah or two minutes or whatever it was yeah and and and, and that kind of that's the star season in a nutshell in that first period like we like we're playing well we make a goaltender look fantastic or in this case he is actually looking fantastic or uh oh that was an interesting sound <laughs> And Whoops. then um, it's all right. And then um, you know we get <coughs> we get destroyed by our special teams. Yeah. So the the power play and the penalty kill were both bad tonight. So that's definitely something that needs to be fixed. Like, and the issue with it is like they were decent last season. Like the power play wasn't so much, but the penalty kill was great. Like that was one of our strong suits. And then go from that to like, like nothing, like that bad of a penalty kill. And like from the stuff that Bones has been saying in post games and stuff, like it seems like a coaching issue, really. Like their their strategy, it feels like they're not being aggressive enough on the penalty kill and not like contesting shots. They're like trying to give up shots, like from the. Why would you give up a shot from the top of the circle on a one timer? That I. I don't think that's a shot you want to give up on a power play. And if Bones really believed that when he said that at the press conference, like I think that's just flat out incorrect. Well, I don't know. The the, the more this goes on, it, it seems like this is just an effort thing. Like I don't think this is a, a bonus it, the, issue. The penalty kill didn't look like it was an effort thing, though. Okay, well, is like is there that was a, diving is that a to bonus? get the pucks out and everything. It's not a bonus. I'm not saying it's a bonus thing. I'm saying it's a special teams coach thing. Like I, I'm not exactly sure who the special teams coach is right now. It might be Lex. Honestly, because of all the <laughs> mix up that happened since Monty, I didn't even like check up on that at all. But right. whatever. Maybe it's Stevens. I don't even know. Um, yeah. But I mean, th- there's two ways you can look at the game on Sunday. So th- th- the two ways you can look at it is. We played very well, and we were able to get a point out of a game that we deserve to actually win, right? My point of view. Okay, so that's a point of view that you could look at and say, okay, that's great. They made a comeback in the third period with less than 10 minutes left, and they tied the game in a way that, you know, there's many teams that can't do that. That's great. That's the positive side. If you're looking at it the negative way, this is a game we should have completely won in regulation, and it's getting later and later and later. And we're getting to yeah. the point to where it doesn't even look like we're going to make the playoffs. 
I agree, but it's just hard to say that whenever like like when the when a point is decided by not hockey, like a shootout isn't hockey. Like everybody understands that. It's just we don't want ties in hockey. So like for to for us to say that oh it's it's bad because we didn't win the not hockey part of the game. <laughs> like that doesn't make the sense. Skill, to me. The skills competition. Yeah. Which which I think is dumb. Now I think that the stars need to learn from the the three shootouts now that we've lost, and, and the two overtimes, and we need to be more aggressive and in the game in overtime, because at least in overtime we've looked like we've had chances. The shootouts they they weren't like this was the closest we got. This is the, the best shootout, shootout we've had the, yeah. in the season. So we just need to either lose in overtime or end it in overtime. Like either way, we just need to be more aggressive. So. That that but to to count the whole game the whole day as overall bad doesn't make sense to me because like if that goes into five on five overtime and you play in playoff rules we're gonna win that game like I, there's no doubt in my mind we would have won that game. It's just really frustrating to go one one and one in your last three games when you feel like you had a chance to win. You could have gone three and zero, yeah. And it, it maybe the stars go on a tear. It's what Maybe that's what it series. feels like from these last three it, games. It feels that's how like I felt. there's something that's about to happen, and and okay, so let, let's let's flip the script because we because we should have talked about the, the Saturday game first because we actually went to that game. Um, that was fantastic. That game was absolutely fantastic. Everything was working on uh, a level that the stars needed. Uh, we were we were doing well. Oh, well. Okay, I take that back. We were doing okay on the penalty kill. We were. You know, scoring on the power play. Otter was not overtaxed, but the shots he did face, he looked good on, which is why he got the start on yeah. Sunday. I thought and that was his first like great game. I thought his other games he played really well. But I thought this this game he played great. I think he was awesome. Well, then on the flip side, his game on Sunday, he didn't look bad. I don't. I yeah, don't but believe he, it definitely the, wasn't the one three, of his best showings. Right, but but the three goals that went in, especially that first one, I was just. I don't know if you. Uh, if you looked at the I highlight did. for it, because I know yeah. you were listening to it on the radio, but I was just like, "Ooh, there's no way that he would ever have a chance to get that." Yeah. I mean, I was, was listening to the radio because I was driving back to College Station, just so y'all know. Yeah, I, pull, literally... I pulled over at the third period whenever they got to two to three, so I could watch the rest of the game. Actually, <laughs> I was at a loves. It was great. What time did you end up getting home? It had to have like midnight. <laughs> okay, I knew it. Because after we went and played disc golf, I'm sure that you were just like. Oh, I don't yeah. even know. You left really late. It was like seven o'clock. Yeah. Anyways, I did. okay. So anyway, so uh, honestly, all three of those goals, I don't think were Otter's fault. Maybe I the mean, second one. But like, like we've been one. saying, like we've been saying, it doesn't have to be his fault for. But like, Dobby He's not might the reason save we win one the game. Yeah, right. Dobby didn't win us that game, and like, I mean, Otter didn't win us that game, and Dobby might have. He might have made one of those stops. Now, what I or, like, or in the shootout, like. Yeah. Now, what I like that Bonus did is he he actually thought about something about how Otter did. Otter, I think he only faced twenty shots, twenty one shots in against uh, the second game against Columbus. Mm-hmm. So, and Otter looked good. So you know what he said. Normally they've been flip flopping every other game, even on a especially on back to backs. He was just like, you know what? Screw it. Nothing seems to be working. We're gonna try this. So he tried something different. Now it slightly backfired on him. 
but at the same time, it, I don't think that any of those goals were Otter's fault, and the yeah. Stars were getting chances. Now, this the beginning of the second period in the uh, Nashville game uh, was not very good. They they were pushing back, and we weren't doing much with it. And, and finally, we pushed back a little bit, and in the last yeah, 10 they turned the better. period around a decent amount. Right. Um, but ah, that was you this now, time. Now it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I there's mean, a trivia quiz that uh, there's a trivia quiz that uh, Matthew DeFranks put up. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, speaking of which, random. Did you see that uh, Dak Prescott resigned with the Cowboys? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Same. We'll see. Yeah. Well, we'll anyway, back to hockey. Again. Yeah. Uh, okay. I kind of disagreed with the decision. I don't fault him in making it. Like, I think it's a fine decision to make there. Just again, I don't know why I disagree with every <laughs> decision that Bones makes, but like, I just thought we should have played Dobby. I think Dobby's a better goalie, and like back to back, no matter how many shots you face, you're still being athletic for sixty minutes. So I don't know. Yeah, and I really do feel for Bonus right now. I, I really feel like, and I think I'm finally starting to see it because at first I was kind of like, is it really Bonus's fault? Uh, but I'm starting to lean more to the side of it's. There are some times when the stars don't play well, and then there's these three games where we just get it seems like we get unlucky, and we just haven't had much puck luck other than that game against Columbus, <laughs> the five to nothing thrashing of the Columbus Blue Jackets. So, and then yesterday we played absolutely fantastic as well, and it it didn't really show up until we finally pushed in the towards the end of the third period and fox well, we were pushing like the first period and the end of the second just reading no, 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 that, that, that's what i'm saying it, it, but it's like we put up that extra that extra little energy boost that we got from that goal all we needed was one goal and i felt like we could have yeah we we, we, we could have gone off and that seems to be the case with the stars like if you get that first goal all bets are yeah off. if they could find a way to get that energy to like start periods and stuff like like when we're down like that in the third, and just start off the third period that way, that hungry for a goal. Well, that, not even so not, not even the third helpful. period, the first period. Because well, yeah. I mean, when yeah. you look at the first period of the the Columbus game that, that we went to, that first goal—that's what it was. And we talked we talked about it before it, the game it, started. It, and it seats, felt like that like, from puck drop. It needed to be garbage goals, and that very first goal was a garbage goal. And then what about the rest of the goals? The rest of the goals were pretty good. They look they were pretty, especially that Rope Hintz goal, by the way. So. Uh. Oh, <laughs> cookie jar. So, um, and then we got cookie jarred on a backhand in the shoot. Yeah, that was uh, sick. Yeah, that was a really sick move. I did not like it. Uh, but we need to see that in the first period. So, it, and, and especially that's the way that the stars seem to play, right? And they, they seem to, when they have a lead in the third period, they seem to turtle down. And I hate the way that they, that they do that. And they, but what they didn't do is they didn't do that against uh, Columbus in the third period on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it, we just it, it's again it's back to a full sixty minute game. You can't you can't take two minutes off. And that's what it was against kill. Columbus, and that's why we destroyed them. Right. So I, that's why I feel like these three games, it, it feels like a turning point. This feels like a turning just, point that we got like unlucky and like you said like. Rene was the best. Rene last night was the best goalie that we faced all season, like at that time. 
Like he, he was point. outstanding. The way he was playing. Yes. Yeah. He, he, he looked unbeatable and we still managed to put up three on him. So I thought it was, I thought I see Sunday as a win over overall. Like I know we say moral victories and don't it's count. Hard. It's really hard to see it if, as a win. If you lose in a shootout, like it's, <laughs> that's why I just don't like shootouts. <laughs> it, it just, it, it's a, yeah, that, that's a good point. Cause it's amazing how different you feel when uh when you lose a shootout or when you win a shootout yeah because like, if you win like a, a shootout you're like oh we won the game <laughs> but and like the loser you're like oh crap and then it's just well what about all the other good things that we did we <laughs> yeah. came back in the third period with less than 10 minutes and tied the game you know if that's in the playoffs all bets are off there's no there's no shootout no, bets in the, are on in the we win <laughs> if we were in the playoffs we win that game all of them mentioned going to overtime we would win that game that, that's so, why it's just so frustrating. But, like, there's no better way to do it. So I understand why the shootout exists. It's just hard to <laughs> to agree with people who, who get so down on the stars for losing in the shootout when, like, it's not hockey. They didn't lose in the hockey portion of the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a skills competition, and it also didn't help that we didn't have uh, Klingberg on Sunday night either. So, anyways, uh, well, real quick. Let's talk about quick, that real quick. Yeah, real quick shout-out to him before you talk about that. Uh, congratulations to Mr. John Kleinberg. He is the father of a new baby. So congratulations to him. That's why he wasn't playing on Sunday night. And, and uh, in his absence, hope... Miro Haskinen looked awesome. You see how much time he played? <laughs> Let's play him like minutes. that every game. 32 minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you were asking, well, who plays with Lindell? And, and Miro was like, I'll play with Alexiak and Lindell. I'll just All right, do and he did. Yeah, he <laughs> and did. he did. And it was great. I love so, and then uh, Hanley looked good again. So he Hanley he's, looked good. He's, I love. He's it. making another uh, oh. another reason. Ew, that was disgusting. Dubs, keep going. Uh, I rate that a four. Um, but anyways, he played really well again. And uh, so, let's also talk about uh somebody who actually was on the waiver wire today too. Uh, Justin Dowling. Justin Dowling got sent to the waiver wires which i'm i'm guessing is to send them to the taxi squad so obviously with those two games saturday and sunday bonus saw something that he really liked out of one of the players that was out there and i think that player is tied to landry well or that's 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 assuming that nil and bones are on the same page i'm wondering is that like nil saying why the heck is dowling on the on the power play, okay, I'm going to send him down so he definitely can't be on the power play. So I'm wondering if it's not that. I mean, I don't know if it's 100% and Bone saw something in the young guys. That might be more true because especially on Sunday, he played, uh, he had Delandria and Robertson out there with At the, the game on the line. Yeah, right. So that's probably more likely, but like, you never know. But yeah, that's another good thing that I want to talk about. Like, having Delandria and Robertson out there, like, they deserved it. Like especially with the way they were playing that game, it, especially it, Robertson. Robertson has been well. Delandria looked the past good too. Weeks. Like both both games this week, and Delandria looked good. I mean, less so on Sunday, but he didn't play as much either. Right. So, I want to see him get more ice time, and I yeah. don't think he needs to be in a checking role. Right. That's not that 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 doesn't seem to be his forte because that's where Robertson was. Right. Robertson yeah. was in the bottom two lines. And he wasn't getting those opportunities because, you know, we were trying other people up in the, the top six. 
And then when Robertson finally got moved up to play with Hens and Garyanov, then he got that opportunity and he shown. Yeah. He, he, for like a. That's why. Well. That's another reason I'm kind of glad that uh, Dowling's on the waiver because, like, I think a, having a fourth line of those young skill guys is more important than having the checking ability of a Dowling and a Caro. Like, I'd rather have Delandria and Lesperance and Kivy on the on the fourth line and have a flying quick line and let them learn how to check than to put in the veterans who can't learn how to score. Well, that's why we have that third line, right? Whether it's Dickinson in the middle or Foxa, right? Because yeah, it's, those guys it's always are the guys... Como and Cogs. It's always yeah. Como and Cogs, and it's either Dickinson or Foxa in the middle. And it, whoever plays with those two guys, that you know, that checking line is normally pretty decent. It's and a, it has it, been they over the past down, two years. They lock down the first line of the other team. Uh, that's why it's so great. That's why we have good num- numbers. Like, I mean, the top guys in other teams have bad numbers against us, except for Line A, pretty much. Like, if you think about it, like, <laughs> like when we play other great players, they don't really have great nights. Like, especially against Edmonton, like last year, we locked down McDavid and Dreisaitl pretty much each time we played Edmonton, which is crazy. <laughs> like, they score every game. <laughs> so, and we did pretty good against them because that checking line is so good. They can lock guys down. So that's why I think having the fourth line with those checking guys who aren't going to score. Like Dowling and Caro, no offense against them because the way they got to the NHL is they worked their butt offs because they weren't as naturally talented as these other guys. But like when we need goals, we need those natu- naturally talented guys on the ice to learn how to pl- how to be an NHLer. So well, I think I mean, it's like, worth the risk. Well, like Jason Robertson, he was the, he was the league leader in the OHL a couple of years ago. And then Ty Delandry was heavily relied on in the OHL as well for being the point guy. He was the Tyler Sagan of his team in the OHL and on a really bad team, like a really, really bad team. And he was still scoring really well. So those guys have shown that they can do that. And obviously bonus is finally, I don't know what it is. Like he pulls guys in from, uh, from healthy scratches and then just throws them out there and puts them in situations that you wouldn't expect. Like if you're on the fourth line, you, you you are probably just playing on the fourth line five on five and maybe a little bit of penalty to kill time. Right. And, and maybe some penalty, some power play time, like no. very little, <laughs> but like, and then when delight Tiger Landier comes back in, he's given all these opportunities. He's playing on the second power play unit and like he's, and on Sunday, he's playing in the final minutes trying to get that game-tying goal. Well, and that's not and, just because and, Bones and, and is just throwing just, guys out there. That's because Delaney well, earned what that fe- stuff. Well, that's like, what it feels like. But he was doing that with Tanner Kiro. He was doing that with Dowling. Both of those guys were on a power play unit, and they were on the fourth line. Yeah. So They also had way less he, minutes, though, too. So that's that's why that was just such a confusing situation. Like I didn't understand that at all. Well, they, So then you need to play those players more five-on-five and then give other people that power play time, which I, I want to see more. I, I do. I really want to see that more. I want to talk about a little bit more like Robertson. Again, I'm just going to toot my own horn. I called okay. it, everybody. He was amazing. I said it in the preseason. None of y'all believe me, and it was true. But uh, he's really stepped out above everybody else. So, like, him with Garyanov and Hintz looks like the line of the future. I love you too, Samuel. Night night, Samuel. I love you too, bud. 
That's my son going to sleep because it's late. Love you, Samuel. Night, night, bud. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, so Robertson continuing to be fantastic. Uh, Delay Andrea continuing to be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but Robertson really looks like he's making that next step. Like right, right now, especially, it looks like he's stepping into being a full time NHLer. Like he doesn't look like a, a rookie with good with. Uh, with good prospective hopes. He looks like he's going to be a full-time NHLer this year. Well, like, and he's demanding time on the ice. Right. With and, his that, play. And, and he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Like I am ticked off that I got scratched for five games. I'm not going back to the taxi squad. I'm not going back to, you know, being a healthy scratch. I'm here to stay on this team and you better give me ice time. Yeah. That's, and if Robertson goes what, back to the taxi squad, we riot. Uh, yeah. If we, if he goes back, we riot, especially with when we're, goal suffering right now yeah so okay so let's talk about that as well so the the goal suffering is getting out of hand at this point like we're not we're we're not hard to say your goal suffering when the last two games we've had five and three right but uh well let, let me rephrase that then goals from the people that we expect to score goals like foxa we don't I mean, he'll chip one in every once in a while. Now, Robertson, maybe we can start expecting him to score right? goals more often. That's what. That's why I'm saying now, it looks like he's stepping up. But I'm specifically talking about the players that we really need to chip in, and I'm talking about the more I mean, the guys but, that are should be in our in our top six. Now, Pavelski is outside yeah. of this. Outside yeah, I was about to top. say you're gonna have to exclude Pavelski good. on that. He is good. Now he's only had two uh, even strength goals. But he's who cares when you're leading the league in power play goals? Exactly, exactly. So he's leading. He's he's doing it on the power play, and he scored the Dallas Stars' last five power play goals. I think is is a stat. Uh, But Jamie Ben, where where is he at? Uh, Dennis Gurionov, where is he at? Like the the, especially when you've got Radulov, you've got Hints out every once in a while, and Hints is still producing when he's in the lineup, and then also Tyler Sagan. When you've got those three guys out. The people that had like scored goals last year, even though yeah. Jamie Ben didn't score very much, he and and we kind of yeah. talked about this on Sun on Sunday night when we were watching. It was me, James, and Dad, and we were kind of saying Beast Mode Ben is no longer. Yeah, like we don't see it. Yeah, to make your point for you, Ben and Gryanov can't be bad when three of our best goal scorers are out. Is the issue? Like you're not allowed to have a slump if if. Radulov, Sagan, and Hintz are out. Like it can't happen. You're one of the goal scorers when three of the other when three of your top ones are out. You have to score goals. You can't be in a slump. Same with Gurry. You can't be in a slump right now, and they are. And that's why we're having such trouble. Like if they were playing good too, like we probably win all three of these <laughs> easily. So, well, and and especially the game on Saturday, and I, I was very vocal about this. There, there were about four or five passes that Jamie Ben made that I was just like, "What on earth is he doing?" I mean, and and I was and I I was sitting up there yelling like, "Jamie, what are you doing? Yeah, just shoot, dude. <laughs> just shoot the puck." And I've already told James that we're going to the game on Tuesday because obviously us being there is the reason why the Stars got out of the slump. So we're gonna go to a game on Tuesday, maybe Thursday too. So um, I hate that but, I don't have spring break. This is stupid. <laughs> uh, I'm very happy with the spring break, and I'm happy that 
and feel lucky that the stars are in town. Well, I'm on spring break, so. Um, so we got to expect more goals out of those people. And I, yeah. And the I reason felt... we're expecting that while other people are doing good is because our top three scores are out. It's not just because, oh, Ben should never be in a slump and, oh, Gurry should never be in a slump. Like, yeah, that's going to happen, but it can't right now. We don't have the guys for it to be allowed to happen. That's why like, those guys can't be bad right now. Like, especially on the power play, it seems like Gary Onoff, that shot that. Well, those look he's... like it's it's a matter of time. It seems like maybe know, man, maybe Something he's just missing. Off. It's a confidence thing. Maybe, maybe he's just missing, but it seems like a matter of time to me. So, I really think this is the turning point of of us starting they to can play better. These next two games are going to be a great indicator because, like I said, Chicago is always going to play hard, no matter who they're playing. Freaking so, Denmark. <laughs> We've already talked about that. I'm not going to talk about it again. <laughs> Jan Mark is good because we didn't give him a chance. Now he has a chance, so now he's decent. Okay. He has 16 points on the season. Shut up. <laughs> Moving on from the Jan Mark. All you... <laughs> yes, he's playing better. We would not play him with good people. That's why he's doing good now. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, okay, I'm not moving on. Like, Dowling did good when he played with Ben and Sagan. Is Dowling a great player? No. no. Ben and Sagan are great players. There you go. There's your answer. Okay. Okay. What was I going to say? Jump okay, off the soapbox yeah. now. We're playing Chicago. Chicago is going to play hard. If we can match that intensity that they play with, I feel like that's going to prove that we have made that turning point and that we are ready to actually turn this season around, hopefully. But this is, I think it's a great test, even more so than like a Tampa or even a Florida. Because like, they'll try and beat you be with their place. skill. Yeah, We don't need to be first place. We just need to beat the teams that are right there. And well, we didn't. And, and, and those ahead, teams will try and beat you with skill, though, too. But Chicago knows that they can't. <laughs> they're going to they beat don't have you. That skill right now. Yeah, they're going to beat you by playing harder than you, and they Our have record. been. But if we can play as hard as them, we have the skill to beat them. Mm-hmm. So if we if we can take two two games and if we take the whole series against them, I think that could really completely just turn the season around. Because I know everyone's saying like, "Oh, the season's already a wash," but like. When you're this close to 500, you can really make a swing back, like re- really quick. It'll it'll seem quick, but it's not really. Like we went one seven and one, or one seven and four. I don't know. We lost one a lot of games at the beginning season. of last season, and then we did the exact opposite. Though. It does because it's in the middle of the season. But I remember last season that felt like the worst thing ever. Well, <laughs> like yeah. that was terrible. This feels worse just because we went to the Stanley Cup final, but yeah, that's and they did go true. they did go on a thirteen one and one tear after that. Yeah. so maybe this is the beginning of that. But hopefully. like that's the point is like you, especially with the stars, like momentum shifts are huge with this team. Like within games, within seasons, like if if you can just take these next two games, like you had a good weekend, you didn't get what you deserved, take it this weekend. If they can do that. They might just flip the season around really quick. So, just who, all the people who are saying it's a wash, like you obviously didn't watch the Stars last season. <laughs> like, they had terrible slumps, great winning streaks. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. So, don't give up on the Stars yet. If they continue losing like this for another 10 games, sure. Give then, up on, yes. give up on them all you want. But if they're this close to 500, you can't give up on the Dallas Stars, and they proved that last season. 
if you want to give up on a team, go give up on uh, Buffalo. <laughs> poor man, Buffalo. poor Jack poor, Eichel. I, I, I don't. I like even at this point, I, I used to hate the Sabers just because of a history standpoint. No, 1999 Stanley Cup final. But at this point, I just feel bad for them. I really do. No, I, I just feel I, bad I, for I feel Jack Eichel. Terrible. <laughs> Well, they, I feel terrible for some of those players, like uh, Rasmus Dahlin. He, he's a great defenseman, but nobody looks at him bec- and the fact that he plays well because he plays for Buffalo. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's just terrible. That maybe we'll talk about that on our radio show uh, on Thursday, but uh, we'll see. Okay. Um, anything else you want to mention, Chris? Before we get out of here. Uh, I think Dak Prescott is not worth that much money. I haven't but, even seen how much it is. How much but is it? I haven't seen it either, but I already know it's a bunch because <laughs> he <laughs> would have like taken it. Yeah. But I hope he proves me wrong because he seems like the kind of guy who could prove me wrong. So, Right. So even though we're Dallas Stars fans, we still love our football too. I'm, I'm a Fairweather still... Cowboys fan. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm casual, I guess is the right word. Casual fan for the Cowboys. So I, I enjoy watching football, but... Very casual with the with the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones just needs to sell the team. Give it to somebody else. Sell it to <laughs> no, Tony. Just hire a GM. <laughs> it, it, you you tell him that, and he'll hire one of his sons to to do right. it. And then he's got control <laughs> over one of his sons. Right? Exactly. So, okay, guys. Anyways, uh, that's gonna do it for us uh, this evening. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Sarcastic R or on Instagram at Sarcastic Remarks Podcast. Like us on Facebook and. Follow us on our YouTube channel. Um, Stars wins Saturday five to nothing, but falls short in the shootout four to three, three to, to three. Nashville on on Sunday, three to three. They li- they lose three to three in a shootout on Sunday. That's there what go, the Chris. stat should be. <laughs> You're not just gonna add a goal. Who scored it? Oh, nobody. The team scored it. So stupid. Yeah. We'll we'll be back with you guys on uh, on Tuesday night when the Stars take on the Columbus. Or, Chicago Blackhawks, and uh, also check us out on 365 Sportscast Radio Network Thursday at 3 o'clock, where, we'll, where we will be doing a live show. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, guys, good night, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side.